Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome back to our Friday episode. Last episode of the week, three times during this, quote, offseason. And then we're going to go to five when the season starts. And the season is going to start at the end of September. Uh, If you haven't been with us before, we're glad you're here. Daniel and I are fans first and foremost. That's why we made this podcast, to make you a better fan, because we want to be better fans. So this podcast is for fans by fans. We're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We don't have paywalls that we're asking you to subscribe to one bit. That's right. It is Friday. And so you know the drill by now. We're glad that you're here. Uh, download the show. Subscribe to the show. If you haven't done that already, just click that little button. It helps us out. If you really like the show, you can leave us a rating or a review. Um, if you really, really like the show, you can tell a friend about it or sign up your cat for a cat subscription. Uh-huh. That gets you bonus points. And um, it gets you one step closer to becoming a Locked On Bulldogs ice cream insider. Uh, so that's... <laughs> That's the highest level of participate, other than executive producer intern. Like that's the highest. It's the highest uh, position that we it have really available. Is. So yes, it is. Um, uh, all of those things are things that you can do. If you don't particularly like the show, um, we apologize. You can let no, us know no. though any comments or questions or concerns that you have by emailing us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail dot com or hitting us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. We really do enjoy interacting with you, so please feel free to give us your takes, your thoughts, your opinions on our takes, thoughts, and opinions. Um, if your name is Trevor, uh, bonus points for you. Uh, and you can tell us all the things that we got wrong in any particular episode. Uh, we are, uh, as Clint said, back for one more episode this week. It's kind of a, an odds and ends episode. We are going to get back mm-hmm. to our, now that we know there's going to be a college football season, we're going to get back to our uh, position group uh, ratings, um, our predictions, uh, our recaps from last year in terms of position group ratings and our uh, predictions for the 2020 season. We're going to get back to that probably next week, but um, had a few more odds and ends to discuss this week in terms of last week's news and the uh, the, the college football season that is to come. So, uh, Clint, where do you want to start on today's episode? I want to bring back a good old-fashioned fun segment because we didn't make the content for it. We just talked about the content. And that's our good old friend, Cole Kublik. Hey, Cole. Cole Kublik. When are you going to come on the show, man? I'm, I'm still waiting. His agent's getting in charge or getting in contact with our agent, and Michael's dragging his feet. It's a whole It's yeah. a whole thing. <laughs> when you say agent, you mean executive producer, intern, <laughs> legal correspondent, graphic designer, agent, Michael. That's, That's exactly what I mean by that. Okay. Uh, Cole has Great. come out with the top five as he continues his march towards the beginning of the season with a top five list of the top five interior defensive linemen in the SEC, Daniel. Um, and I okay. want to share it with you. Okay? Okay. And then get your thoughts on it. All right. I love. I have thoughts on almost everything I hear, so I'd be happy to give them to you <laughs> it would be. This. It would be a very, very long podcast if we did not share our thoughts on this. So... <laughs> That's but I digress. short podcast oh. to be to be <laughs> to be fair. accurate. Yes, that's true. Uh, so number five, Glenn Logan of LSU coming at four. Quentin Bohama. I mean, just which by the way, good on you. Good on you. Good on Quentin you, Quentin Bohama. Bohama at a university in Kentucky. Christian Baymore out of Bama. Good old Jordan Davis comes in at number two for UGA on Cole Kublik's top five interior defense alignment. And then to round out, number one, Shelvin out of LSU. So, Daniel, 
Jordan Davis coming at number two on this list. What are your thoughts? I expect, no pun intended, a massive season from Jordan Davis this year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I expect this to be the last year that we see Jordan Davis in a Georgia Bulldogs uniform. 1,000%. I expect Jordan, Jordan Davis to be a very wealthy man this time mm-hmm. next year. And um, I expect him to have an absolutely monster year. I believe he's the best interior defensive lineman in the SEC. Um, I am thrilled to have him on our team. And... He's a he's just a great story. He's an easy kid to cheer for. Yeah. Under recruited, uh, probably oversized, out of shape when he got to college, but um, somebody that the staff clearly saw something in very early on. And um, you know, I don't know if you know if you've ever heard a Florida fan speak before, but what they'll tell you is is that Kirby Smart can't develop talent. I don't know if you know that. I've heard a thing or two about a thing or two. He only recruits talent. He he can't develop talent. Um, I don't know. I present to you Jordan Davis. The the defense rests. Monty rests. Yeah. Jordan Davis, I expect a big year from this year. Uh, I just love watching him play, man. He is just – he is an absolute monster in there. Um, Every time I see him. I think about Kelly Kapoor from The Office, and I and I want to refer to Jordan Davis as a sea monster, um, because that's that's just that's what he is on the inside. He's just a mountain of a man, uh, and I and I can't wait to see him play again this year. Uh, look, Jordan Davis is going to be the best defensive lineman in the SEC. Mark it down. Put it put it down. Go ahead, because if you haven't seen him play, and no amount of Florida fan can crying. Uh, about how that wasn't a hold that that was the largest hold ever and Kyle Trask just kept on going back and back and back uh no look Jordan Davis is fantastic I love Jordan Davis he is a disruptor he is going to be a linchpin of this defense so glad to have him there um he may depending on this season Daniel he may make one of our uh all all whatever teams that we do you know uh, how we mm. select our, our all decades team or all defense alignment team. Uh, he may be there because he is an absolute monster. Uh, Cole, thanks for the content. We appreciate it. Uh, something you can't take credit for, Cole, however, is Daniel and I's easy access to cheap and reliable parts for a 2005 Honda Odyssey. That's what Cole he can't Kublick, take credit for. Cole notably, Kublik, notably decent sideline reporter for college football notably um, deficient at selling quality auto parts at reliably low prices. Uh, but rockauto.com, Daniel, they do that that's thing and nothing they, else. That's what they can do. That's, that's what they can do. do. Look, they, they don't know what Jordan Davis rating is going to be when he comes out and when he gets drafted. They don't project him like that. But they do go ahead and list everything that we need for a 2005 Honda Odyssey and every other car that you have. Not They're not just a Honda distributor. I don't know if you understand this. We say should probably say this is not only vintage Honda Odyssey parts. Um now, listen, anybody with half a brain knows that those are the high end. Those are the, the Lexus of auto parts. Um, the the 2005 Honda Odyssey. It's a it's a gold standard, really, for all auto parts. But RockAuto.com has got parts uh, for every make, every model, any part for any car that you need. The beauty is is that you get 
the parts shipped right to your door. You don't have to go out. You don't have to go to the store. Uh, you don't have to stop in on the way back from work and worry about if they're still open or if they're going to have what you need or if the salesperson is going to give you a um, give you a virus or talk to you like you're an idiot, uh, both of which are equally disturbing. Both, uh, yes. You can go to rockauto.com, type in the exact part that you need. They'll ship it straight to your door. Uh, it is... Uh, the best prices that you're going to find is the exact part that you need. Um, and it's right there from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Uh, it's reliably low prices. It's an amazing selection. And it's all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, Daniel. Next segment coming up here. Uh, with the season being announced, 10 games SEC only at the end of September, September 26th. Uh, that means we've got two months to install, less than two months to install an offensive scheme. Okay? That just got real. Like we're talking. This is ooh, happening. This is happening. So so let's talk about that. What are your feels on this installation of an offensive scheme, Todd Munkin's system, getting into players' brains and then on the field? What are your feels on that? Well, listen. We've gone on record as saying, Missing spring practice hurts Georgia. Okay? Missing the spring game hurts Georgia. These are mm-hmm. opportunities for Jamie Newman, Todd Munkin to get on the same page, to get next to each other, to be able to be to coach and be coached respectively, uh, to be able to get verbiage in people's brains, to be able to see things in action, to be able to assess skill sets and what have you. Now, there are other teams that are at a disadvantage when it comes to that as well, Alabama being one of them. But... Um, but Georgia was hurt by the lack of spring practice. Now all of a sudden we're saying that the season is not going to begin until September 26th, Clint. And so you're telling me that we now have two months to install an offensive scheme. Well, guess what? I thought we only had one month to install an offensive scheme. So two months sounds like a relatively short period of time, but it's not. It's it's a relatively long period of time because it's mm. August right now. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me I've got two months to install a scheme. I think this benefits Georgia. No matter what the practice schedule may be, this is just more time. You know that Todd Munkin and Jamie Newman are communicating. I'm not trying to break any sort of NCAA rules violations on this podcast. No. I'm just trying no. to tell you that when information needs to be passed from point A to point B, it's like... It's like eighth grade science class, all right? Mm-hmm. You need to get information to the other side of the room. You're going to find a way to pass that note all the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. down the row, okay? Mm-hmm. Information is getting from point A to point B, from Todd Munkin to Jamie Newman. And so uh, I don't know how much time they're going to have on the field together. I don't know if that's going to be impacted or if that's going to be changed. But I do know that this is more time. And so it has me feeling, dare I say, optimistic. about what the new look offense could be and will be come week one of the regular season. Look, we didn't talk about this on Monday's episode. I wanted to ask you, didn't get the chance because of time, wanted to ask what your feels not only for the playoffs are, but what your feels on this team with this schedule are for Georgia's chances in the playoffs if they go up or down. And I think I am on the same exact page as you. This only helps our case for more wins, more productivity, uh, Jamie Newman might not have the statistical year that we thought he was going to have with the lesser games, uh, but he might true. have 
he might have one of the better ones still yet if we did per game yards and per game touchdowns and all That's right. that. Just to be clear, I will not be issuing a retraction on my Zamir White predictions, but I just was, let the I record show. I was that curious. That was that was that was based on a twelve game season, all right? <laughs> or that was based on a fifteen game season. Whereas we might only have a well, I don't know if the playoffs get expanded to eight teams. I mean, and we have an SEC championship game that's 11 12 13 14 all of a sudden you could get a 14 game season we're close uh no i think this only helps the offense i think uh the installation is going to go smoothly i think todd munkin's also a smart person i think maybe his offense might be robust uh but he's a smart now (laughs) he's a smart guy i I think he's going to install it in the exact way that our team needs it daniel so uh no this is only going to help us out in the long run with this uh this delayed start man uh, join us join us for lockdown bulldogs not only are we going to educate you as georgia fans not only are we going to talk to you for fans by fans the way that fans talk but also make some history on the podcast first time i believe that a georgia fan has ever called the offensive coordinator at the university of georgia intelligent i, I, I believe it's the first time in the history of the program and the institution we're, we're gonna go get intern historian on the annals of history uh throughout uh uga phantom intern historian michael get on that let us know mm-hmm. head to the library and yeah. get into the stacks and let us know what comes back uh resident historian or historian in residence michael we uh <laughs> will be awaiting that's right. That's right. Uh, hey, we got one more thing to go on uh, with the feelings of this entire season. All right, Daniel. So here is my question. We didn't get a chance to do it on Monday. So what is it? What is your needle on the season? Your optimism level, if you will, for this year, based upon ten games, SEC, nobody outside, late start. How have your is you is your excitement meter going up, going down? It can't go down, but where is it respective to what it could have been? Uh, listen, it's very hard. I'll just be honest. It's very hard to separate <clears throat> excitement from optimism in my brain. Okay, the more excited I am about a season, the more generally optimistic I tend to feel. Now, listen, I'm not a generally optimistic person. I'm a Georgia fan, after all. Yes. But but as we lead up to the season, it is very difficult for me to project a scenario where Georgia loses a bunch of games. Because I just am too excited to allow my brain to even process that kind of information. <clears throat> I will say that this particular football season... If it goes forward as scheduled, and beginning on September 26, there are 10 SEC games, followed by an SEC championship game, followed by a college football playoff of some sort. I, I, I will just go on record as, as saying, I have never been more excited about a college football season than I am about this one. Because there has never been a year that I thought even for a moment that I might not have college football. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you enter into the discussion, the possibility that this might be taken away for even a year, and then you reintroduce it back 
mm-hmm. and say, no, it's not going to be taken away. It is, in fact, happening. The needle, in terms of excitement, has broken. The dial has busted. And there has been several code violations that okay. we're trying to sift through right now in terms of assessing uh, where where the meter even starts and stops. Now, how that relates to my optimism for the season, mm-hmm. I think it's about the same. Again, I do listen. I think Virginia and Georgia Tech were gimmies. Yep. Those games were in the back. Bronco, okay. love you, cheese and peas, but it was going to no, be a, come a bloodbath. We don't love you. It's a weird name. It's just a weird name, and I don't. I don't. I'm not for it. I don't, I'm not here for it. Um, my coach is named Kirby, and that uh, I got a lot more. Like your name is Bronco. Okay, like that's not. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Those were gimmies. Those were in the bag. You add two more SEC games to it. Now, look, do I do I think we're going to lose either of the two added SEC games? No, I don't. But um but you got a 10-game conference schedule. I'm I'm anxious to see what it looks like, but I don't necessarily know that my level of optimism has changed all that much. But here's what I do know. That between now and the beginning of the season, I just going to go and warn you. My level of optimism is going to escalate. It's going to begin to slowly climb. Because mm-hmm. I think what I've been doing is I've been like subtly holding myself back. Mm-hmm. Because I was dreading the what I felt like was the inevitable disappointment of not having a college football season. So, honestly, I haven't been thinking about this year's team nearly as much as I would have in a normal offseason. I've That's been right. trying desperately not to think about this year's team because when I think about Jamie Newman and I think about Zamir White and I think about Jordan Davis and I think about Richard LeCount, I think about I will never see them play college football again because they're all going to leave before the that's, next game. That's depressing. So uh, now that I'm back thinking about this team, I will say that my optimism only continues to climb. Because the more you think about and analyze this team, I believe the more you come to the very obvious realization that there are no weaknesses on this team, Clint. Uh, yeah, when you said the needle has broke and there are multiple violations, um, Daniel and I are Braves fans, and I'm going to get myself in trouble by the end of the season by calling Mike Soroka the next great pitcher. And, and, I'm, and I'm going to get myself in trouble because I'm going to set him up for being that. I'm going to get myself in trouble between now and September 26th because... You, you already have. You already it's. It's going to be a full lather foaming at the mouth of how great this mm-hmm. team is. Okay. No weaknesses, no problems. Give me 10 games of the SEC. You tell me that we're going to go through the greatest conference America has, and we're going to stomp on some people. Okay. Mm. Like it, it is, it is just going to be so much fun. Uh, yeah. The, my, Temperance is gone. I have none of that. Again, I'm a Georgia nope. fan. We haven't no played games. That, There's no time for that. There's no time for that. There's no time for that. So, so if you're looking at me to slow my roll, look somewhere else. Look elsewhere. It's not here. No, it. This uh, this schedule actually only makes me more excited because uh, I don't think I, I, I don't think there's there's two teams in the nation that could give us a run for our money in a full sixty minute game. Daniel, just. There's no weaknesses on the team. 
Clint, that's what I'm trying to say. When you just so just do an analysis of the roster and show me where the weakness is. I, I I'll wait. I can't. I can't, Daniel. Listen, this this is going to be a fun season. All all the more reason that I was verging on full scale depression thinking about the season being canceled because this team has a legitimate shot at winning all the games. Okay? That's what I'm saying. All the games. This team has a legitimate shot at doing it. And and as you said, the excitement level is only going to continue to build between now and the and the kickoff on September the 26th. It's only going to continue to escalate. Mm-hmm. So, if it makes you uncomfortable now, you oh. you better just get comfortable being uncomfortable because it's it's only going to get it's only going to go up from here. 100%, Daniel. Couldn't agree more. Hey, that wraps us up for this week of Locked On Bulldogs. Glad you joined us on Locked On Podcast Network. Just so you know, go ahead and let your smart device know that you want to hear the most recent episode of Locked On NFL Draft. You just can't get enough. Daniel, I'll be back next week with presumably, I don't know, more news. Daniel, we'll, we'll be out there. I can't imagine that we won't be speaking on more news. Uh, people are going to keep on writing things, and we'll keep people on talking about them. People say things, and we're going to keep talking about it. Uh, <laughs> we got roster breakdowns. We got all sorts of great stuff lined up for next week. So uh, join us on Monday. See ya. See ya.